Hello, everybody. Before the episode begins, I just wanted to make a little note. We're going to have another upcoming episode where we ask for stories from our listeners again. So if you are a high schooler past your freshman year of high school, we would love for you to be able to send in some high school advice that you have for some of our listeners or for just some people going into high school or people that are freshmen. Like, Give us some high school advice. We'd love to hear what you have to add. And you can DM us an audio clip of you saying that, and we will be really happy to put it in our podcast. So on to the episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of First Gen Failures. My name is Eileen, and this is my co-host, Trisha. Hi, guys. And, well, first things first, Trisha, how are you feeling today? Well, I had a really interesting day today. Um, I pulled an all-nighter yesterday. And for no reason whatsoever. I like had a Red Bull at like 12. It was just really crazy. And now it's 1 p.m. And I just made a face mask for myself. How have you been? Fair enough. I got a new pair of prescription glasses today. Um, solid 2 out of 10. They make my eyes look really small. But it's okay. We are no, just going to live with it. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, today I thought we could have a little bit of a discussion about... You know, something that affects a lot of millennials and Gen Z kids alike. Not much the older people, but more the younger folk, the entrepreneur type people around us. So today we're going to be talking about hustle culture. I guess I'll just start by talking about what even is hustle culture? What are we referring to when we're talking about hustle culture? So hustle culture is this kind of societal expectation that you always need to be hustling harder, working harder, doing more. Everything you do has to have some sort of monetary or future payoff, right? Like you don't do anything for enjoyment. And there's really no line between rest and hustle. Like it kind of all blends together. It's also that endless like rise and grind mentality it's this mindset that like infinite work is what's going to get you places in life instead of you know work take breaks you know like have that separation between work and home that separate that separation between hustle and rest but this is kind of like the opposite it's like overexertion I feel like everyone in this day and age is surrounded by this um, idea of motivation but like why do people feel the need to hustle all the time like I guess as the world's aging and how technology is getting better, we feel the need to compete. We feel the need to prove ourselves more to like, I don't know, I guess, substantiate with their peers. And it's really hard to like be surrounded by the social culture when you yourself may lose the motivation. Sometimes I feel like sometimes it's like you literally take a breath and it's like six people are just boom ahead of you. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, I don't know. It's really crazy how intense this hustle culture is. Right. So it's like that whole like, you know, you don't give yourself a break. Like you go to the gym and work out for four hours and then you go home and like you work nonstop for like six. And, you know, that might be some people's style, but like that's not really normal. And that kind of overexertion, especially as a result of societal pressures and like kind of like the expectation of people around you is kind of what I'm talking about here. It's also really prevalent in like L.A. If you think about their kind of mindset, how everyone's literally starting a business every single day. It's like that's kind of what the basic idea of hustle culture is. But I definitely agree with you in that you're saying like it definitely does trickle down to us as students, although it is mostly attributed to like these millennial, like super entrepreneur type people. It's certainly trickled down to many Gen Z kids, like the environment that we are in, especially as like 
quote-unquote honors high schoolers or like those that are taking a bunch of AP and IB classes or really like you know putting on their workload this kind of environment or this kind of mentality like it really forces you to work your hardest mostly for fear that you're going to fall even like a little bit behind your other classmates right like your class rank is going to fall a little bit or um you know something like that it's it's just it's like putting on so many leadership positions clubs extra classes extra rigor on your plate that you can't you know you can't handle or you feel that you can handle just to appear that you're hustling or that you're not lazy we see this a lot Eileen like um you know clubs are starting it's like club season right now honor societies are having elections and stuff and guess what we see these people like running for like six different positions like spanish and science and history and math we see the same person like running for all these positions and it's like why like why do something you're not interested in and i think this brings a distinction like you're either a really like hard worker you're a hustler and those days where you're not you just do nothing at all and when you do nothing at all you feel disappointed i i'm like that personally like I feel like I have to be productive for 12 hours straight just to feel good about myself. And when I'm not productive, I feel like it's like disparity. It's not like there's a break or it's like, Trisha, you need your mind to rest. It's more like, no, dude, like people are getting ahead of you. And I don't know, like, I'm not really sure where this mindset started for me. Um, I definitely think that being in high school with all these amazingly intelligent kids has really like pushed me to be better. But there's a fine line between better and like worse off mental health wise. And I think our school is a perfect example of this. We, we see the extreme coursework, you know, the AP, the IB, tripling math, doubling sciences, like doing anything you can to get in an elite college. Like, especially in our day and age, like we're applying to college, right? And all you hear is like kids doing the most extreme things like this person cured cancer and they guess what they didn't get into harvard this person got a 1600 and guess what they didn't even get into their state school like you hear these crazy things and it scares you it scares Mm. me i'm like dude am i literally gonna get into my state school like i don't know right well most people forget that it's like okay to do things that you actually enjoy for fears that it might not look good on college apps or that it doesn't have any payoff in the future or you know, this kind of stuff like, oh, why should I even take this art class if I'm gonna, if I want to be a doctor? Or like, why am I studying history if I'm going into like engineering? It's like this mentality that you can't do anything for fun. You can't do anything that you just are really interested in or that you might even want to pursue in the future for fear that it's not going to lead to some kind of monetary advancement or, you know, some kind of growth in the future. It's not going to pay off. Bottom line is that it's not going to pay off. So honestly, I talked about how I didn't know how to stem from, but I really do. So like in elementary school, I wasn't gifted and seeing everyone around me, like going to their special classes and everything. And I was stupid, but it really was like, oh my God, like Trisha, what are you going to do? Like all of your friends are gifted and you're just sitting here and you, I like, I felt inferior, like literally six year old me felt stupid. And then I spent all of middle school trying to be, you know, with my gifted peers and then I spent all of high school trying to make up for it by like taking the hardest freaking classes and I just had to I felt like I constantly had to match the bar take the hardest classes triple your sciences double your maths like do 15 billion clubs like play six sports like I felt like I never was going to be enough and this hustle culture is like well you have to be enough but it's like how and then it just leads to so many different things which Eileen can talk about more 
you're you're saying that now and it kind of made me reflect because the other day we were just looking through each other's spam Instagram accounts and mm-hmm. I was looking through yours and the one thing that I noticed in like almost every post you're like oh I finished this homework assignment but like oh my god this teacher gave us this homework assignment it's so much like literally all of your posts had to do something with like homework and like I, I realized like this really like now that you say that like I can really really see that in like who you were in the past I didn't know you in middle school but I really see that in like even in what you posted like your life revolved around school and being able to match your peers that you felt that you didn't really you know, we weren't equivalent to, but I also think that for you, especially that has led to, you have like the best work ethic I've ever seen in anybody. Like I value your work ethic so much. Like even if this person might be more intelligent than you or something like that, or they might have better grades. Like, I think that you, I feel like you'd beat them in anything every single time (laughs) because you have such a good work ethic. Like, but yeah, so it, I understand where you're coming from when you say you have to match the bar set by like the gifted kids or the the people that are doing the absolute most all the dang time. But I feel like I can reflect a lot on like what this can actually lead to for me personally, how I feel when I'm like surrounded by this kind of culture of like do everything or die pretty much is I feel like it leads to hills and valleys or mountains and valleys or whatever that saying is. Like I have my really, really high days, right? Like I work really, really hard. I get like, so much homework done I'm so productive and then for like a week I'm in this really low place where I can barely drag myself out of bed I can barely even stand to sit at my desk it's like this kind of instead of having being able to run a consistent race or just being able to you know flow productively with breaks and regularly through all my things I've talked about this before but I suffer with this kind of burnout like how I get really really good and then I just absolutely plummet like that is I think the biggest side effect of this mentality, even though that's how it is for me, for for a lot of other people, it's like a constant hill or mountain or whatever. They're constantly up there, constantly grinding to the max, like doing everything that they can. And they don't burn out until like later on in life. For me, it has more immediate impact. I kind of have ups and down days, but it it really sucks. Like this kind of burnout that it kind of encourages, it's kind of the worst. It really is. Yeah, I agree. I feel like this just leads to, like, overall bad mental health. Like, so, like, last week, I had the craziest week ever. I had, like, my SAT, which I was super stressed about because it's, like, my last chance of getting into college. <laughs> but I had that and I had, like, so many, like, tournaments and, like, all these crazy things. I worked extremely hard, like, 100, 110%, like, that whole week. And this week, I told myself, I was like, Krisha, like, one of your hardest weeks is over. Like, you can chill out. And I did. I, like, took a day to myself. But after I took that data myself, I felt horrible. I was like, Trisha, you did nothing. You did absolutely nothing. And now everyone's ahead of you. Like, you're doing nothing. And people already finished your college apps. Like, what are you doing? You're not going to get in. I just, like, bashed myself for, like, taking this, like, one day off where I just didn't look at my laptop. I didn't check my emails. I didn't do anything. And it's like I was, like, constantly just, like, self-deprecating myself. Where I'm just like, no, like, you should have done. You should have done better. You could have done more. And I just... Like, I know that you're like that too when you don't get stuff done I definitely resonate with that kind of mentality like if I worked really hard for one week and I decide to give myself like a Sunday off I'm like okay this Sunday you're not going to be working that hard maybe you'll do a little of something that you have to do but you know just we're not going to be 
working like crazy. When I wake up in the morning, I all I can think about is like how much time I wasted. And like, I'm like, oh, I didn't work for that. For three hours, I didn't work. Like, think about what I could have done in that three hours. Maybe I could have, I could have done two workouts in those three hours. I could have um, finished an essay and a half in those three hours. Like, I try to fit everything that could have happened yeah. into those three hours. When I know that the fact that I even took that break replenished me for the future and made me able to focus better and do do better in the future in the week that's coming up but like like I was so tired after that week of course I couldn't have done two workouts in those three hours or something like you know you know like that's stupid because at that point I was tired but looking back on days like that I'm like it's like that's hustle culture like I'm still like think about everything you could have fit into that when you could fit in in three hours you could have fit in six 30 minute workouts like how stupid were you to like not even try to fit in one or like you know what I mean like I can't just let it be like I can't just say the time has passed move forward I just dwell on it and I'm like yeah like I I lost it I lost it and then there's that obvious lack of distinction between home and work and this isn't that prevalent for us being students but like I see this with my dad a lot like he works so much but then he comes home and guess what he's working again he's checking his emails he's always calling his colleagues and like they're always working on projects and there's no distinction between home and work like and I feel like that's just horrible because you need a place where you can just come home be yourself and just not have any like monetary responsibility where you can just chill out and I feel like I'm like I guess I take after him in a sense like I like remember coming home from like school basically all of high school like I came home from school and as soon as I came home it was four o'clock I was like oh the bus ride home was my break and now I just work work worked 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 didn't have like just worked and now I just don't have that distinction between home and work break and like replenishing break and grind like everything's the same to me when I take a break I feel horrible about it yeah and I I definitely have this some days like if I have a really really productive day when I go to bed I'm kind of still doing homework in my head like does that make sense yeah like I'll still be doing some math problem in my head or I'll still be writing some essay somewhere in my head like I can I can feel it I can feel that the gears are still grinding and I can't even go to sleep like that's that's really not a good mentality and that's when I know like hmm you know it might have felt good to be so productive but uh, like what are the side effects of that going to be like it's better to work and for me at least, or just, I think for people's mental health, it's better to, you know, give yourself those breaks. It's up to you when you want to take those breaks, but don't just sit down, ignore literally all your body's signals of like, hey, maybe give me a little bit of a break here. Like you just blow past those and just, you just keep going. Yeah. And I honestly think being successful means that um, you listen to yourself. Like it doesn't mean just grinding all the time because I know I know people that have that mentality and they burn out in college or they end up like dropping out and just like they don't have the ability to do anything anymore. But like I urge you guys to think about like why are you working so hard? Like what's your actual goal? Because when I sat down and talked to Eileen about it, like was it monetary means? Like was it like what was it? Was it to help people in the future? Like when you start thinking about these things, it puts everything into um perspective I guess and it honestly might make you work harder or just realize like what what am I doing this for I agree I think it's always good to keep in mind like a purpose that you have I know that sounds really like lofty and like spiritual or whatever like what is my (laughs) higher purpose but like I don't mean it like that like your purpose if you want it can kind of like change from different times of your life like I think it's good to have a purpose though like what am I doing it all for like all your goals kind of fall under your purpose right like 
what is my goal to get to do good, good in school to get into a good college to, to like you know just to do all these different things or like be become a better runner whatever it may be and then I just have to think about like what is even my purpose like why am I do why do I wake up every day what yeah. is the reason and they like that can be kind of morbid if you if you <laughs> don't have a good reason for you to wake up every day even though there's always a good reason for you to wake up in in the day I promise but you know it's good to remember that because I'm like okay I feel like crap it's really good to be able to have like a vision beneath that purpose like your purpose is like for example for me what I think of is like I'm here to make some sort of positive impact somewhere along the line I want to make a positive impact on this world like I want it to have been a better place with me than without me which I think should be a baseline kind of goal like that's pretty basic but I think that's my higher purpose or whatever and I think it's good to have a vision. Like, sometimes if I close my eyes, I'm like, what am I even going to look like 10 years from now because of everything that I'm doing right now? Like, if I think about it, I'm like, hmm, maybe, like, I'll have pretty good mental health because I'm going to be trying to take care of myself right now. Or maybe I won't have heart issues or won't be at risk of diabetes because I take care of my body every day. You know, just like these little things. Or, you know, maybe I am going to be living in the middle of nature like maybe that's really something I'm into it's nice to like close your eyes and see something in the future to work towards see like a greater vision and I know that that's great and all and like that's fantastic but it's don't let it fuel your hustle culture either like I'm not going to go work out for four hours just because I see myself as having like great body in the future or something I don't even know just don't let it like drive you insane I guess and with that being said let's move on to the social news of the week so Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has pledged to try and ban the use of all single-use plastics in Canada by 2021. And you might be thinking, well, this is probably not going to happen. Well, I'm going to just stop you right there because I remember that um, last time I went to India two years ago, um, I had a plastic bag and my aunt literally screamed at me because she was like, Trisha, you're literally going to get arrested. I was like, whatever do you mean? And she was like, well, they banned plastic bags in India, like in this part of India. And honestly... Looking at, like, the um, pollution rates, like, it really has gone down in some places because of the banning of plastic. And if it can happen in a rowdy country like India, it can probably happen in Canada. I think this is a, this, it, it's possible. It 100% is possible. Like, we have reusable everything, pretty much. Yeah. Like, reusable water bottles. Like, you, that, you, you know that spoon and fork you have in your house? Yeah, you don't have to throw it away all the time. Like, it's not going to be that difficult, I think, to get rid of single-use plastics in such a country, but you know the leaders just have to their heart has got to kind of be in it they have to kind of enforce it well i think the environment definitely should be a priority especially now it's like we 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 live here rent no we don't live here rent free (laughs) we don't live here rent free (laughs) but um we do we do have an obligation to take care of our environment so like i urge you to you know when you have a plastic bottle in your house don't use it get a refillable one they're like 10 bucks but i promise you your tap water probably tastes as good as the bottled water from Costco. Indeed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, you guys. If you did want to be a part of an upcoming episode in which we share um, some high school advice with some of our listeners, make sure to DM us an audio clip on Instagram. Our Instagram is at firstgenfailures. We upload episodes of this podcast every Friday at 6 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we are looking forward to seeing you next week. So thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you.